get rid of all these women if you want it Anything you need, hey, let me know Let me know Wanna see that pretty smile We spin around so I can admire intro is just fucking awesome and I, I, I hope you all agree with me on that if you don't fuck you it's my shit anyway i can do what i want you know but uh yeah man <laughs> yeah shout out to the beat maker for that one man oh man the beat the fucking hook oh man thank you a lot thank you oh man oh, let's get it one more time hold on Y'all ain't ready for that. That's that. That's that. My age grown and sexy right there. <laughs> oh man, my savage ladies and gentlemen, I am the savage god. As you can tell, Halloween is over. I'm saddened because I want to do my evil laugh, but I can't do my evil laugh anymore. Along with me in the studio is my right hand, left arm, right foot, and big toe man, Sam. And of course, you already know the incomparable Savage Chris. We'll be around later in the episode. <laughs> no, like I said, it's a medical thing, guys. So yeah, man. I know people out there love her. She'll be back. She's always she always pops up when you guys least expect it, doesn't she? I know. Out of nowhere, like for big events, like season premieres and parties and shit like that. Leaving me and Sam here to do the grunt work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Thank you, Sam. (laughs) But it's all good, though, man. It's all love here at the X-Rated Experience Podcast. I hope you guys had a great fucking Halloween. I know I did. I know I fucking did. <laughs> so it's 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 no more fire. Uh oh, no more fire. Uh, and this is the X-rated. I'm, I'm all sad. It's no Halloween. This is the X-rated experience podcast. Uh, if I didn't say it, it said now. And uh, yeah, man, it's just. I hope you had a sexy, naughty, explicit Halloween. I hope all of your kinky fantasies were fulfilled and you got more treats than you got tricked. And for those who were tricks, I hope you did get 
a treat eventually. Uh, and hope not to, now hopefully not to treat of divorce because your wife caught you with, my wife or husband caught you with all them tricks. And you brought her home. No treats. Just STDs and STIs. But <laughs> that's not why we're here. We're not here to mope about the passing of Devil's Night. Because it will be back next year if I am back next year. Not saying that the show will end next year or the show is ending this year. I'm just saying, you know, life is crazy. So anything can happen. Uh, a lot of loss. A lot of lost friends, a lot of lost family, a lot of lost everything, brothers. Uh, man, it's it's just take care of yourselves out there. Be safe out there. Like if you haven't told the one, the people in your family that you love them, that you should, that you should appreciate more. Whoever you feel like you you, you should be appreciative to, tell them that you love them. Tell them thank you because life you never know, man. Life will take you the fuck out, and then it's death. And we don't know what happens. After. I don't give a fuck what anybody says or what anything taught you coming up. We don't know what the fuck is happening after death. If you know, that must mean you died and came back. Like, you, give me somebody that died for two weeks and then came back. I don't want to hear about near-death experiences. All that. No, because what we believe is what comes to, to form. If we believe that there's a heaven and a hell, then yeah, that's where it's going to be. But and if and that's where at you know our our souls, our auras, our energies may end up. It depends, but it all depends on your beliefs. So yeah, so live your life, man. Live your fucking life. Don't keep trying to fit the mold of what society deems normal, and this is the way you're supposed to do it. You ought to do it and all that, that. No. And I'm saying all this due to the fact that uh, someone uh, from the Wisdom app, one of the listeners, asked me a question. Yes. Yes. If you are a listener and you want to interact with me, you can go on that listening app, ask a question, and I will answer it sometimes if it's not stupid or dumb. <laughs> but no, someone asked me um, why... Do I, uh, why do I, uh, call myself quote unquote the savage god, and why do I tell my listeners to stay savage? So, if you don't have the wisdom map, I'm going to give you a summarization on what was said. Oh, and by the way, this show it will be on cuckolding. Uh, <laughs> we'll be on cuckolding, by the way, uh, if you haven't read it in the title by now, but I just wanted to jump right into this because I felt like I said it on the wisdom platform. I need to say it on my actual, uh, podcast. Uh, I understand this. I was never ever in my life self-proclaimed <laughs> savage. I was never in my life self-proclaimed savage God. Now, what happened was this name was given to me at a very young age because I always danced to the beat of my own drum and was proud of it. So I do what I want. I came up in life, I, uh, in, in my generation, uh, there was a saying, rules were made to be broken and nobody broke, bent, Twisted the rules more than I have. So, 
I, I guess society decided to deem me as a young child as a savage because I don't know, uh, because I wanted to be a kid, have fun or whatever the case may be. But I took, I came into myself a little quicker than most. And like, I never have been that, you know, that kid. Like I, I, I didn't eat boogers. I didn't eat dirt. Like I always thought like when, as a kid, I always thought, okay, that's weird that you do that and I'm your age like I always thought that was weird Dude, I don't, why are you eating crayons what the fuck is sniffing mockers I never got any of that I never had any of the common kid quirks that most have that most had back then I don't know the 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 shit now because I'm no longer a kid grown ass man so uh, I was always different and I embraced it I don't want to be like the next person I just want to be me People can laugh at me all the time for being different, but I'm about to laugh back at you for all being the same. So I always was cool and comfortable within my skin, no matter if I was a little fat boy or no matter if I was this handsome Adonis that you guys see today. <laughs> I am happy with who I am and I'm going to always be happy with who I am and the people in my circle are happy with who they are and they accept me for who I am. This is why they're in my circle. This is why they are my family, along with my actual blood family. Now, yes, I might have been forced on my actual blood family, but guess what? They have always, when the times were hard, stuck in my corner when I needed them. I know I might not come from a family that'll baby the shit out of you and get you through it. No, we like both sides of the family, we don't do shit like that. Mom and we're not going to baby a grown, a, a, a black man. Because the world is not about to baby you. Ever. <laughs> Ever. It doesn't get easier. So what we're going to do is we're going to let you run around, be wild. When you fall, get your little boo-boo. We're just going to look at you and say, okay, get up and do it again. Maybe next time you'll do it better this time. So... I might have been spoiled by my grandmother, but I was never, ever babied by anybody. Okay? I got, I got more lumps, cuts, and bruises than I got kisses, hugs, and warmth. So, this is why I always, I, I'm, I, I never was deemed, I was deemed to be manageable in society by some, but I was never deemed to be a part of society uh, in all, like a normal person. I'm supposed to, like, I remember in high school, uh, like, you know, 50 was out. He's like, damn, homie, in high school, you was the man, homie. So, so he's like, oh, that's going to be you. You the, you the, you all, you the pop, you the carefree and all this. It's not going to work. Shit. I had a better life more than most. If I died today at 36, I am the happy. I'm good. I am totally okay with that. I am totally fucking okay with that. Because I lived a great life because I made my life great. Money doesn't make life great. My Money makes life manageable it takes away a headache or two meaning bills it gives you some security that a roof will be over your head yes because that's what society has created money for but it does not make you happy it just makes you relieved some people mistake that happiness for relief and they really need to stop doing that because the only thing happiness and relief has in common is they are both joyous occasions, I guess, and 
they are both temporary. Just like every other feeling, every other season, every other day. It's temporary. So it's, it's, it's just one of those things where only you can make yourself happy. So I had to learn a, a long time ago that only I can get myself and get myself the things I want, things I need, the things I need to uh, to pretty much get to make me happy. At first, it was materialistic things, but then I thought better of my fucking self and started to think, why am I making other people money? Why am I working and breaking my back to eat? While whoever, whatever Jordans I buy, whatever fucking $500 t-shirt I can, they're eating great. And I'm eating what? What? McDonald's again? I don't know. Depends. <laughs> so a long time ago, I learned to make myself tougher to live in this world. I don't care where you come from, who you are, to live in this world. You have to be tough. You can be sweet. You can be caring. You can be humble. All of that. But you have to be tough. Because if someone doesn't fuck you over, life will somehow fuck you over. And it's not to cripple you. It's not to hold you down. It's to balance everything else out. Life hits hard. But we are just as, but we are just as tough. We go just as harder. Like I said, I got bumps, scratches, bruises, stabs, cuts, shots. And I am breathing perfectly, minus the sinuses. And I tell my listeners to stay savage because don't let no one Tell you that you cannot achieve a goal that is achievable. Every goal is achievable. If you want it bad enough. Every goal is achievable if you want it bad enough. At the end of the day, my savages, don't let nobody tell you that the sky is the limit. Because there is footprints on the fucking moon. Point blank period. No matter what it is or what you're going through, it might what you're going through, it may hurt physically, mentally, emotionally. It's going it may hurt. You may feel like like I battled depression. I've beaten depression. It's not I know and I know it's coming back. Not now, but depression doesn't, if you, anybody that suffers from depression knows we, when we beat it, we beat it and it's a temporary, it's temporary because it's going to come back. That's what a mental illness is sometimes. You just got to live and fuck it. But if you know something is coming, is going to come back, shouldn't you enjoy the moments it's gone? Not worry? I'm sure the people that live in like tornado those tornado valleys and like hurricane valleys and stuff like that. I'm sure they they know that the weather sucks. They know that those storms are coming. 
But yet, they're always prepared. They batten down the hatches. They board up the windows. They have their storm cellar. So, yes, it's, it's depression doesn't leave. It leaves and comes back. But when it does come back, show it that you're tougher. Show it that you're, it's not going to be like the last time. And then do what you have to do to get through it. Whatever your coping mechanisms, mechanisms are that work, stick with it. And if, they, if you feel like that they don't work, then guess what? It's time to find something else. When that opportunity doesn't knock, build the fucking door. What else can you do? You want to keep letting it beat you until you're no more? Until it wins? Fuck that. Fuck that. Do what you have to do to get through it and don't let nothing, nothing have that sort of power over you that you miss out on the beauty that life can bring. The positive energy that you can feel. Don't miss out. You need somebody, reach out to somebody. You don't feel you can, I am always here and open. Period. So that's when I say stay savage, stay progressive, stay moving, stay going. You got it. I had to get that off my chest. So, cuck holding. (laughs) Cuck holding. Man. Let's go ahead and uh, get into this cuck holding deal. Uh, how you feel, uh, Sam? How do you feel about cuck holding? You, you uh, uh, are you a cucker? You like to cuck? Or you like? How, how do you feel about? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. I'm an alpha, so I can be the bull. Uh, but I can. I. 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 I sorry, I can't. Well, well, it's not, I don't know. That's what I always wondered. If the bull makes, well, I'm still the bull. I'm still in control of everything. I'm making the beta fuck my girl, and she is pretty much using and abusing, pissing on, like you know, and for my enjoyment. So, yeah, what is it when the bull takes over? Like that's that's I don't know. That's funny to me. Uh, <laughs> I always had a thing for that uh, for that one. Like I would I would do. I don't know. I'm just too dumb. It's just. It's just crazy. I didn't understand it, uh, but there was some men out there in the world that gave their how can we how can I say uh, these men gave the reasoning on why they love being cucks. Even though I couldn't think of one because I'm not one, won't be one. You can try me if you want. You'll get stabbed. Uh, <laughs> Uh, these men gives their point of view on why they are cucks, why they love being cucks, and why they always will be cucks. So, 
Let's hear these men's perspective on being cucks. Willie, it's been a 10-year process and I never knew it would lead to this. Shortly before my wife and I got married, I admitted to being bisexual and a cross-dresser. I have always been very feminine. We visited an adult bookstore together, which had glory holes? She kept asking me to look into the hole, and suck. Later I watched her have sex with a random man's penis. The main reason I like cuckolding is because it's completely backwards and doesn't make any sense. I like the rejection and the humiliation. I'm normally dominant, but I can also be submissive. I perform tasks, but nothing beyond oral sex on either him or her. I'm 99% straight, but in the heat of the moment I can give a guy a blow job. Once you get the girl of your dreams, you're bored. The best way to keep it spicy is by letting her turn you down. And what better way for her to do that? then to have sex with another man right in front of you. The biggest turn on is knowing my partner is getting pleasure from the activity. Seeing the pleasure consume her mind and body, whether it's her having sex with another man or given oral sex by a woman. I would assume what turns people on about cuckolding is different for each person. For me, it's fun watching my partner experience something new, that she may have not tried before. There's been plenty of jealousy though, especially when my girlfriend and I started out with cuckolding. I've been the dominant one, but I would much rather watch her tackle something outside of her realm. I love participating as much as being the voyeur. There have been occasions where I've sexually engaged with the other man, too. Welcome back, my savage ladies and gentlemen. I hope you, it gave you, those cucks gave you some insight pretty much why they love to be cucked <laughs> oh man um i know i got a i was on a little bit of a tyrant on the first part of oh, dropping shit again on the first part of the show but that's okay it's all right okay this is why we're here so but I was saying all that. I forgot to give you guys the uh, definition of a cuck for those who don't know. For my vanilla savages that's just breaking out of their shell a little bit. A cuckold is pretty much when a man uh, allows his wife or girlfriend or situationship, whatever, to, <clears throat> or any partner really. Uh, is when uh, one partner allows their other partner to be fucked and pleased by someone else while they watch, listen, or hear the story. Um, you know, and, and the cuckold just doesn't always have to be that the partner is aware. It could be if you're cheating behind your partner's back, then uh, your partner is a cuck. You pretty much cuckolded him. It's a cuckold. <laughs> So that is what cuck uh, means, pretty much there. Uh, and it's, it's different variations. Because yeah, I'm an alpha. So the only way uh, somebody like me is getting cucked is if I allow it, if I direct it, if I am the uh, mastermind, pretty much behind the whole thing. And pretty much, yeah, 
uh, take control of the situation. Like if I got some money there fucking my partner, I say stop. Lick her feet now. Like that's pretty much me being a but this is I don't I don't like to say cuckolding when it's an alpha involved directing it. So what is what is that? Like hat wifing or some shit like that? Sam, you know? No. <laughs> Sam doesn't know you. So if anybody no, can can or if if there isn't a phrase, somebody needs to come up with a phrase because cuckolding is just such a submissive term. Like every time I think of cuckold, I think of a guy that cleans out his woman's vagina after it's been came in by another man. So that's pretty much where I'm at with it. <laughs> and hey, uh, it's just just whatever. Like I said, I don't yuck anybody's yum, nor do I kick anybody's kink but hey sometimes shit happens so i got a treat for my savage ladies and gentlemen usually this doesn't happen but for the first time ever on the x-rated experience podcast we have actually a couple that actually sent in their cuck story and uh yeah so without further ado Let's go ahead and segue, my dear Sam, to the first story for the listeners here. So, Sam, if you would. What the fuck was that? (laughs) Hold on, man. Hold on. Wait, what happened? Oh, wait. The wolf is gone. Okay, I forgot. We're no longer in Halloween. We are working on something to transition us into the story, but it won't be my old shit. I will tell you that those who listen to my podcast know that's how I used to just come on uh, when I was like, hey, it's the Savage. Like, hey, I'm your host, Savage God. Then, you know, Sam hit the. And then I go into my spiel. But no, we're not doing that. We're not. <laughs> while, while you guys listen to the story, we're going to come up with a new transition. So just play the goddamn story, boy. Before I start Savage, I have to give our backstory. My wife is Latina and I am a Caucasian male. We both just moved to the New York area. I am 37 years old and she is 36. We have been married for 11 years and have no kids. We are both attractive and in good shape. I am 5'9", 170 pounds and she is 5'4", 120 pounds with long brown hair and light brown eyes. We are college educated, she has a decent job, I own my own business, and we make enough to live a good life. Also, we both travel fairly regularly for work. Let's call me Jake, and my wife's name will be Sue. I have always had cuckold fantasies, and have shared them with my wife. Several years ago, we decided to take the fantasy further and Sue started a relationship with some guy she met while traveling. He was very aware of the cuckold game. They had sex a few times, but in the end, it did not work out. He was a beta pretending to be alpha and wasn't right for this life. So he was cut from the position. A while later, We moved to New York and began to toy with the cuckold idea again. Sue had discovered that she liked making me her little cuck. So, we decided to check out some of the posts on Craigslist, and respond to a couple to see what happened. We found a couple of interesting O's, but only responded to four posts. One was doing the absolute most, the other one didn't respond, and the next guy's dick was way too small, but the last guy seemed promising. After the first contact, only my wife, Sue, had contact with the potential bull. They began to messages on kick to each other. 
Ben moved to texting one another, and it seemed to mesh well so after a while, they decided to meet and see how things went. This was in late July of 2007. Sue had been traveling for work. She and our prospective bull set up a meeting for the night she returned home. The plan was for him to pick her up from the airport here in New York, and then they would grab a bite to eat and talk. No pressure, no sex, just get to, to know him. She said that she couldn't help it. She liked him, and he had a fabulous cock. She said once she saw it, she could not wait to get it inside of her. I told her I was not mad at all. Reminded her I loved her deeply, and then we had great sex that night. She took it even though she was a little sore from Marcus's big cock. And thus, this began our current situation in the cuckold thing. We have realized that we both love this lifestyle of ours very much, and it has continued with Marcus for years. Since then, my wife said that I should reach out to you, and give you stories about us, so here it is. Everything is 100% true. We have become a real cuckold couple. So you see that, my savage ladies and gentlemen, that is pretty much what a cuck relationship is all about. See, but there's red flags there for me because I feel like, and this is uh, how most people feel that uh, dabbles in the kink world uh, that's in a relationship. If you and your partner set rules uh, on what it's supposed to be, then I feel like you should respect the boundaries of that because if I don't care if it's a cuck situation, if you're going to a swingers party, if it's a key bowl party, whatever the party is that you and your partner will be swapping partners or interacting with other couples, please set boundaries. Please set those boundaries because if you don't, then you it, it's just it, then that means it's not the right person to uh, explore that lifestyle with because they obviously if they're starting off uh, with not following the rules and boundaries you set then uh it's a problem it's a fucking problem i'm sorry jakey and mind you uh with these stories these are not the real names of the individuals these are fictitious names for the simple fact to protect the listener's privacy and the privacy of the people involved so yeah I don't want anybody to be like, oh, they're using their names and not blocking it out. Shut up. Just shut up. Okay? My guest anomalies, <laughs> my listeners, my listeners' identities are like their, their privacy is, is number one priority. No, number two priority. The number one priority is to make sure I'm happy, Savage Chris, uh, when I demand things. <laughs> it needs to be here. Sam is over here getting new stuff put you know what doesn't even matter you know why it doesn't matter my savage ladies and gentlemen because we have another part to this story and with this other part comes the wife that's involved in all this sue sue i'm going to let you tell your side of the story from your point of view and your angle and uh yeah that maybe sue can redeem herself for breaking the rules right off of the bat what do you think sam you think she can nope all right so sam does not have faith in you sam also doesn't believe in cucking who would ever try to cuck sam he's scary 
All right. <laughs> so, Sam, no further ado, let's give the people what they want. So, that's a no as well. And, and when we come back, we will have a better transition for you guys. <laughs> what the hell? Now it's my turn. As you know, my obedient husband was told to send you our experiences. I thought perhaps you might like hearing my side of the story as well. Hi, I'm Sue and have discovered how much I really love to cuck my little obedient bitch Jake. You heard about the first meeting with Marcus, it was rather sexy and interesting indeed. I had arranged for him to pick me up from the airport, and wanted to make sure that I would wear something sexy yet elegant for him. The only thing of course was it had to be appropriate for this business meeting I attended earlier that day. For the first meeting it was a snug fitting, blue skirt. Oh just to let you know. My ass is usually considered one of my best features. I also had a black bustier with a sweater over top and of course black and blue high heels with no panties. Something Jake failed to mention was that my potential lover was 14 years younger than I. When we were planning this experience we wanted someone who was closer to where we lived, I assumed it would be an older guy. Since that's what I usually go for. Well it turns out that the older guys always seem to claim they have a good sized cock when the hard truth is, they were seriously lacking. I had been disappointed many times. When Marcuse said that he had an 8 inch cock, I thought he was full of shit like the rest. Well I was so fucking happy to be proven wrong. Jake had made the plan that we were supposed to go to a local food place. So if it went left I didn't have far to get home. I was just supposed to meet him, get to know him, and go home and debrief my husband. Well by the time we left the parking lot of the airport I had his big dick meat in my mouth, and I was slobbering all over that dick. I ended up squirting all over the seat of the car. I was a very happy girl. I'm getting so fucking wet writing this for you now. Anyway, we ended up fucking multiple times that night. Yup, all was in the car right in front of my place. I just, couldn't help it that dick was so fucking thick and big, and I was horny as fuck. When I finally walked into the house, it was pretty late. I was a mess, and I had always wanted to give Jake a real cream pie. I am proud to say I provided my hubby with that. He lovingly lapped up every bit of Marcus's come out of my sore pussy. Then he was ready for his turn L. Honestly for a while he only got sloppy seconds, and he loved tasting that come from Marcus. Ah, <sighs> Sue. Sue, Sue, Sue. <laughs> well, I don't even like Jake from State Farm. I, the real Jake from State Farm, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. I don't like his hair. I don't like his face. But that's another story. Oh, man. Well, so I am glad that you finally got the dick you wanted, you deserved. Uh, shouldn't have broke the rules, though, so that still, that still doesn't resonate with me there. And, and, and I am. And let's give a shout out. Sam, let's give a shout out to my 8 Inches and Up Club, the club I'm in. Shout out to all the 8 Inches and Up out there. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Sam, give it up. Give it up. Give it up.
yes, we work hard for our shit. <laughs> Damn. How do you think it's going to turn out, Sam? Because, yeah. Sue sounds like she's infatuated, doesn't she? <laughs> oh, man. But no, I've been in enough situations because I'm usually like I have experienced the cuck holding situation, but I was the bull in it. So when the chick ended up, uh, let's just say they're no longer together no more. I'm not with the chick, but I already seen what was like I seen the writing on the wall in their relationship when we took part in what we took part in. So, uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Jake, unfortunately, I'm rooting for you. And I say unfortunately because every time I see that name. It reminds me of fucking State Farm asshole, but that's neither here nor there, man. <laughs> We're going to let Jake and Sue breathe, okay? We're going to go into a, another cucking story. So I hope you guys are ready to hear the madness, the awesomeness, the savagery. Of it all. Sam. Let's give the masses what they want. Obscure scene, take two. Action! I'll take that. I'll take it for now. I needed to get this off of my chest for a while now. I have been in a relationship for three years now, and I love her dearly. I don't do anything but think of her when she is not around, and I went through a lot to get her. With all of that being said... She told me last night that she wanted to fuck guys while I watched. I was devastated by this, and part of the love I had died for her last night. I know that is kinda much after her just telling me that is what she wanted. Honestly I would have had that mindset as well. Until she then goes on to tell me that it doesn't matter if I agreed or not because a guy was already coming over, and she is excited about getting properly fucked by a cock over 4 to 5 inches hard. Yes that is my dick size and I'm not ashamed. Long story short the guy came over to our home, and my wife pretty much blew him as soon as the front door was closed. She then proceeded to taunt and tease me while being fucked by him, while I'm standing there in shock. I started noticing that my cock was getting aroused. When this got her attention she laughed at me and called me pathetic. She told me to pull my little dick out now and I did. They both laughed and demanded I play with my dick because that is the only way I will be getting pleasured tonight. Then she made me crawl over to them and taste a real cock. At the end of it all, I had a mouth full of cum and loved it. See, and sometimes that happens. Uh, not to me. Uh, like I said, I'm not being really, not damn sure. Don't have a four to five inch. I'm not. Sam? How do you feel about the, uh, the story there? Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Well, the, the 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 fun fact to take from that story is he liked it. He started to like it. He got aroused, and fuck whoever doesn't like it or don't doesn't care about it. It's it's not your business. Like that's what. I, 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 but the boy said his heart was hurting. It crushed him when he first, you know, when she first came to him. So I felt a little sympathy for him. But you know. Finding out that you you started to enjoy it after well, that's good for you. And I hope you guys are awesome. And I hope you guys have the, just the best fun 
with your with your cuckolding game, and I, I love it. I love to see a positive. But we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go on a quick break here, and with of course the tip of the day, savage tips of the day, and not only that, we have a follow up. The first time in the X rated experience podcast history we will have a follow-up to the sue and jake story and see where they are now mind you i don't know what the timeline is on this they say it they explain it but they don't explain it thoroughly so i don't really know how long this has been going on so jake is going to fill us in on what's been going on so stay tuned my savage ladies and gentlemen because there's a lot more savagery to come on the x-rated experience podcast Welcome, my savage ladies and gentlemen, to another segment of the tip of the day. And today's tip of the day, it's kind of like two tips of the day, because technically you kind of already heard the first tip. And the first tip of the day, my savage ladies and gentlemen, is it. Pretty much, if you're going to join, if, if you and your partner, this, uh, if you guys are going to join the kink scene uh, and you find yourselves in the predicament of somebody not liking what the other one is doing or, um, or if somebody feels uncomfortable or whatever the case may be, it can, it, can, it can snowball and become this big thing. And honestly, that is what you don't want. You don't want that. No, you want you and your partner to go into any situation and pretty much have the best experience you can. It doesn't matter if you're just testing the waters. It doesn't matter if you're just taking a look around. Whatever you're doing on the nights you guys decide to do the things that you're into have boundaries and rules in place so you guys won't get put into an awkward predicament. Now, I know you are hearing the story of uh, Jake from State Farm (laughs) Uh, and Sue and Marcus. Uh, So a lot of things, like I said, if you heard me in the uh, earlier part of the uh, podcast, it's something that it's a red flag to me when on the first night your partner can't follow simple directions. Not it's it's just it doesn't matter if you feel like it's overbearing or uh, your partner's doing too much. At the end of the day, your partner is the partner that is allowing this, that is probably going against the grain with this, is looking to you the pretty much those boundaries if you follow those boundaries and those rules that's their reassurance that okay yeah we're something solid when you don't follow that then it can be a whole fucking thing and you don't want to be arguing have someone hurt or it's just a lot it's emotionally draining so follow the boundaries you guys set before you go to any swingers club any swingers party before you just guys decide to cuck each other uh, before anybody else is brought into 
you your dynamic just make sure you guys are uh, solid and comfortable with what you guys want to do and you are okay with it okay so if and if they are apprehensive if they are if it's a lot of pushback, if it even becomes a big thing, then okay. If it's becoming a big thing and we can't come to a compromise, then obviously we're not the ones for each other and we got to go our separate ways. Sometimes, hey man, hey, sometimes you got to let go of the good to go for great. Point blank period. Got to let go of the good to go for great. Second <laughs> tip of the day is always 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 remember that when you wake up in the morning you i don't give a fuck where you go where you have to clock in no your number one priority your number one job is to make you happy and yes this goes for if you have kids as well because if you're not happy they will see that then that can fuck up their flow and energy like you don't want to be you don't want to be that parent like come on man okay so again when i say stay savage that means stay positive stay happy stay stay progressing stay working on yourself because excuse me because my savage ladies and gentlemen when we like working on ourselves is the hardest job we will ever have. And guess what? We don't even get paid for the shit. So you have your tips. Uh, we will go back. I like this. This was a little uh, open here and it got some good tips. So I like these tips after Halloween. I'm still feeling it. Uh, oh, and also thank you guys for bearing with me. Uh, it's the change of the seasons. I have, the worst stuff, like the worst stuff, knows. I'm I'm shortening I'm I'm shortening it up, Sam. Shut up, stuffy. If you want to be technical, I'm having the worst like stuff. You know, my sinuses are killing me. Anybody who knows me know I have sinuses real bad. I'm like, damn, I got off drugs. I got to stop doing cocaine, and I'm still having the sniffles and shit. I hate it. I hate sinuses, man. It makes my head hurt literally. All right, no further ado. Let's get you back to the show. Enjoy the cup codes. And welcome back, my savage ladies and gentlemen, to the X Rated Experience Podcast, where your savage God and Sam are giving you the cucks and their bulls. <laughs> And I say that before we get into any more uh, stories here, we're going to, we, we, we have gotten the uh, reasons why the cuckolds didn't, I mean, they wanted to be cucked and what they felt when they got cucked. Let's hear from the perspective of the bull. Now, I picked this bull because this bull actually, his style is a lot like my style, uh, when it comes to the cuckolding thing, because I'm, I like I said, I'm always going to be the bull. It's just, it's just in me. Um, but, <laughs> but here is, uh, I'm not going to utilize his uh, real name. Like I said, you know, uh, guest privacy is number one priority here. So <clears throat> I'm just call him Eli. <laughs> 
my man Eli is going to explain to you what he likes and what he feels when he is that bull in that situation of the cuckold. I enjoy humiliating the men. I'll make the husband bring me beer, then I'll proceed to drink it with his wife sitting on my lap. Sex-wise though, it's about sating the wife's need for a proper man. The cuck is always banished from the room. If he is good, I get the wife to call him in. The husbands seem to get off on being bested and are usually the ones to arrange the play session. And well, there you go. And that is one type of the bull. I call that the A type because that's one of my types there. I am that type of bull. I like it's at the end of the day, it's fun humiliating the husband. But don't forget why you're there. And that is to satisfy the woman's needs for a proper man, a proper fucking proper pleasure and a proper orgasm. If you don't remember that, then okay, now you're just playing it for yourself. And maybe you and the cuck should have got your own room. Because that's, again, that's what it's all about. It's all about the the person who is getting pleasured out of this, okay? Which, it, honestly, it should be everybody getting pleasure out of this. But the main focus is uh, not the bull, not the cuck. It's the person in the middle. <laughs> or in between because the cuck should sit there like a good little bitch and again please remember if your partner is cheating on you or fucking someone behind your back without your knowledge yes you are still a cuckold okay alright there's no if ands or buts about it Sorry, not sorry. And speaking of uh, not sorry, uh, I do not feel sorry for Jake. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just joking, Jake. Uh, my savage ladies and gentlemen, we do have that follow up here uh, that we're about to play now. Please, if you've heard the tip of the day, if you heard me in the first segment, listen. Really pay attention to this story and where it went and really think and let it digest on how you would have handled the situation if it got like this. Sam, with no further ado. Obscure scene, take two. Action! Since then, my wife has continued to cuck me with Marcus and he has become her regular side dude. After their first meeting, Sue only wanted more. They saw each other on three different days during that first week, having sex together about nine times. Sue has continued getting fucked by her young lover Marcus for a little over three months at the time, and goes about seeing him about once a week, sometimes more. Sue seems to really like taunting me with the fact that she acts like a total slut for her lover. She loves to tell me about the nasty shit she does for him, and how well he pleases her with his big cock. She dresses up sexy and slutty for him. Then she asks me if I think he will like her outfit. It drives me crazy just knowing that she is leaving to go and get fucked by him again. Sometimes they will meet at a motel and stay for hours, fucking multiple times before she comes home to have me lick her sore pussy. They have even spent the night together in a five-star hotel L, and fucked all night and again, all night and again in the morning. 
Other times they just meet for a quick fuck somewhere. Sue is a grown woman, but she behaves like a young slut for Marcus. They have had sex in the back of his car, in the back of our car, in the laundry room of his apartment, in her office, and even in a nearby park. Sue will get naked for Marcus anywhere, as long she gets his big dick inside her. Once while they were having sex in a parking lot at night with Sue completely naked leaning over his car while Marcus fucked her from behind. A guy jogging came by and saw them. They jumped in the car and took off, but not before the guy got a great view of my naked wife getting fucked like a teenage slut completely out in the open. We live in a pretty nice area. So I told my slut of a wife that we have to be careful. We don't want everyone to know about our little games. Especially these closed-minded fucks. About a month after meeting Marcus, my wife had to travel for an extended period of time. I, told my slut of a wife that we have to be careful. We don't want everyone to know about our little games. Especially these closed-minded fucks. About a month after meeting Marcus, my wife had to travel for an extended period of time. I think about 8 months, and of course I was quite horny. I was eagerly waiting for her to come back home. When she did finally come home, her flight came in on Wednesday night, and instead of coming home to me, she went straight to meet with Marcus. She said it had been too long since she had that marvelous cock inside her. Then she had the fucking nerve to say that Marcus was horny, and it wasn't fair to make him wait any longer. That I would just have to wait until they were done. It was shit waiting for her to come home, knowing that she chose to go to that fucker first, and that she was getting fucked royally while I dutifully waited at home. When she finally did come home, it was quite late and she was tired. I asked for details of their meeting, but she would only, would only tell me that fuck three times, and her pussy was full of his cum. I wanted to have sex with her too, but she said she was too sore from fucking Marcus to have sex with me. Instead, she said I could lick her pussy, and make it feel better. As I was licking her like a good cuck, she was teasing me about eating Marcus's comb from her pussy, and not letting me fuck her. She said that her pussy belonged to Marcus now and I did not deserve to fuck her. I was only allowed to clean her pussy after she had sex with Marcus. Yeah. So, that's just that. That's just that. You think you, you, do you think you guys can, uh, how would, like, how would you feel in that? Like, obviously we can tell Sue is, has reached her. I can give two shits less of what Jake thinks about. This is what happens when you don't put boundaries in, in no, when you put boundaries in place, uh, at first and let those boundaries be disrespected off the bat. And now Jake can't even get pleased. He gets just to licky lick lick another man's milk out of his wife's the JJ. So it Sam, you think you could just fall back and and just be like, uh uh Alright, when he pushed that uh button there he was he started to hold up a knife slowly. So that's a no. That's a no for Sam. It's a no for me, obviously. You guys know why I went over that a million times. So, Jake, buddy, pal, old friend of mine. I have to break this to you in the most savage, 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 savage way possible. You can put an expiration date on your on your marriage there, bud. Sorry. Um, 
Because from what I'm hearing is you are less and less being involved or in the picture or just, just like, like, even though you're the cuck, as my man Elia said earlier, uh, the husband, the cuck is usually the ones that sets up the meeting. Pretty much the cuck is, is behind the scenes, is still pulling strings. And still showing that, hey, this is still my, this is still my territory. But I want to see you have sex with one of my toys. Like, not a toy, I'm not going to say toy. I take that back. She's not, with one of my gems, my diamonds. Okay. I don't know why would you have sex with diamonds. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be a lot of blood. Not from the diamond. Um, but, uh, uh, it, damn. Yeah, so. You either can you guys can either go see a marriage counselor counselor now if you aren't already, or you might Marcus might as well just move the fuck in. <laughs> so that's 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 what I had to break to you in the most savage way possible. But Jakey, 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 good news is you won an award. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Yes, Jake, you have won the a fucking ticket. Award. It's 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 life. It's life. It's life. And you, you uh, like I said, you should have nipped it in the bud when rules were broke on the first go around. You did not, and now you're suffering for it. Enjoy eating pizza over your kitchen sink like a rat. That that's that that hurts me. That hurts me, Sam. That hurts me. This is what, and this is why I see why. This is why I see why. <laughs> this is why I see how some people out there have reservations about allowing others into the sanctity that is their bedroom the sanctity that is their love life like just because of shit like that it's not that men uh, men or women or non-binary for that fact are insecure it's that it's they just deal with fucked up people sometimes that made them that way nobody is born out of the womb insecure People around us could make us that way, emphasizing on something we feel that's a flaw, not giving us reassurance that we're pretty cute. Like it's it's handsome. It's just it's it's we have to learn at an early age. I, I hate to say it, but at an early age, we have to make sure that our selves, if our kids, if you want to pass it down, which I, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, but our selves have know who we we start, even though we're young, kids shouldn't have to worry about being teased for what they wear when they go outside if all they want to do is just play and then muddy the shit up anyway. 
Who told you to buy that three or four year old Jordans, Tim's, Nike boots, whatever you you bought him that costs over one hundred and sixty five dollars for a kid foot? You got me fucked up. But you did it. That's hey man. I ain't gonna tell you how to raise your kid. That's you. Um, <laughs> like let kids be kids, man. They don't care about materialistic shit. That's you. You care about that shit. I don't give two flying shits about that. That's you. Use. <laughs> So let that be a lesson to you all. And again, just set the boundaries up front and make sure they follow them. If they don't, au revoir. Au revoir. <sighs> Sam, I don't even know what story you have in the chamber right now because I am really invested into this this that whole triangle there sam go ahead lock cock and let it unload i don't know why you changed it i don't know why you did that we're gonna we're gonna get it together guys just how what noise will be a great transition for us if just answer the question in the spotify question box jesus sam (laughs) In many ways we have the typical marriage. We're now in our mid-fifties and my wife has little to no interest in sex, while I am as horny as ever. It was much different in the beginning when three years into our marriage she cucked me with one of her co-workers. I was aware of it and supported her desire to have other experiences and it ended after three years, or so I thought at the time. About a year ago she confessed that they had continued to see each other often sharing rooms at industry conferences and a few weddings. As she has lost interest in sex, I've been left on my own for fulfillment. Having been cucked, I assumed at some point I would be required to become a cocksucker and possibly give up my ass to one of her lovers, but it never happened. Even so, I had done some preparation on my own in the way of butt plugs and dildos that I managed to keep hidden for years and I am able to easily take a 12-inch dildo in my ass and down my throat. Sadly, I had assumed more recently that nothing would ever happen. Until now. My wife met a trans woman a few months ago and one night while they were having drinks her friend confessed that as a trans top it can be hard to find lovers. My wife texted me that they were coming home and I needed to be ready. Lubed, face down and butt in the air. When they got home. She throat fucked me for about 15 minutes and then mounted my ass from behind. Where she pounded me for 10 minutes and then had me sit on her cock and ride it until she came in my ass. I came three times without even touching myself. My wife watched and videoed the entire thing and plans to blur our faces and post it on the internet. We we are hearing some uh, dark side of the cucks here, because <laughs> uh, I guess some people don't. Oh wow! And dude, I don't know why you kept saying she's lost interest in sex. I think she just lost interest in sex with you if she continued to see the bull, uh, even without telling you. Like, yeah, it's yeah, man. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That fucking sucks. And she loans you out to her friends. And I guess in a good way because, you know, hey, tops need love too. The fuck? Tops will, hey. Man, that whole thing is awesome. 
it's I don't know how like and bravo to you. You took a twelve inch dildo. Sam, go go ahead, man. Give it up for him, man. You you gotta give it up for him, man. Give it up. That's a magnificent feat. Yeah, because that's 12 inches. Man, see, I don't know. Like, This is why I say, for anybody who successfully does anal and love it, I don't give a fuck what you identify as, but anybody who does anal and love it, bravo to you. Sam, give it up for all of them. Cause I'm I'm sorry I, it's it's I'm not going to I can't it's it it, it that shit hurts uh, like it's just the man dicks come in all shapes and sizes dildos come in all shapes and sizes uh man no thank you like no the sound on my ass is do not enter I can't I can't this you now the eating of the ass I'm cool with that oh hey man do what you do. <laughs> Like I don't, I, I'm not gonna ask for, it, but I'm not gonna turn it fucking down either. What the fuck, no, <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, I can, as soon as I feel a finger, that's 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 uh, might get you kicked in the face. Might get you kicked in the face because that's against my consent. If I tell you no the first time, if you don't listen, then it's just self defense after that. Um, but hey, at least you got something, and 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 all your practice uh did not go to waste. You were lubed up, face down, ass up. That's the way she liked to fuck. And she fucked. And she loved it. Well, I don't know. She came and, hey, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that progressed. I wish I, I wish it was more detailed, but it wasn't. I am a pervert. I like all stories. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, sex is art. I don't give a fuck who's having it. It's fucking art. And guess what? I love art. I am as much of a voyeur as old, bald, fat perverts. Only I love women of my age. Like I love, you know, I love beings of my age. This, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I, I have my age limit stops at now. My age limit stops at like 28, 27. That's the youngest I go. I'm not going past that. Fuck that. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm in my thirties. I'm not going. Fuck that. My hate. My, my. <laughs> I'm not even going to get on that. But uh, yeah, man. I hope everything. I vote. And, and you know what you should do? Since she's still sort of bull four times after, for like four, four years after you guys, after she stopped telling you that she was seeing him, which fucking said, like they went to weddings together. She, it was one thing to go, if they work for the same company, all right, they're going to be a company events. There's nothing you can do about that. But weddings, that's more personal. Like, geez, people are looking at them like they're a couple. Oh, these poor, poor idiots. <laughs> these poor idiots. Um, Yeah. And I will not leave my X-Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen, without just a, a doozy of a fucking story. A story that's going to have you questioning a lot about this world. And I'm going to leave you with it. Like it or not, it's going to be left with you. 
I don't know if I'm going to let it digest or if I'm going to come back and give my take on it. I don't know. Well, yes, of course, I'm going to come back and give my take on it. But I would really love to just to be the fly on the wall when you guys hear this just, I don't know, I feel just overwhelmed and awesomely awesome about it. I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying I would do it, but it's an interesting tale. Sam, with no further ado, give the masses what they came for. I fucking love it. I love it. I love, that is what I'm talking about, Sam. Hey, but give it up for Sam. <laughs> I fucking love that. That is our new shit. It's the story. I'm excited now. (laughs) I have to tell you about the craziest experience I've ever had. It all started with my uncle. I was 18 going on 19 at the time, and I was living with him and his wife. Now my parents died some years before that, so that's why I had to live with them. So I already knew I was bisexual at a young age, but coming up in my area. The guys were either too scared to act on their desires, or just straight idiotic homophobic clowns. Let's just say I spent a lot of time jerking off at home. One Friday night I'm jerking off at home in my room, which was down in their basement. The washer and dryer were down there. So sometimes my uncle or aunt come down for the clothes. Well on this night my uncle walked in on me ass naked, and stroking my cock to MMF porn. He looks at me and asks, so this is what you like? I just nodded my head all embarrassed. He chuckled and said it's okay we all jerk off. Next thing I know he's sucking my cock. It was fucking awesome. I came so hard in his mouth, and I knew my aunt heard. I then heard rustling upstairs. Then my aunt finally came down, and saw my uncle on his knees, and me with no clothes on. She had a look of lust in her eyes. She then looked me up and down. She then asked, can she join in on the fun too? For some reason after coming in my uncle's mouth, I was only about half erect, and told her I had just came in my uncle's mouth. She had on a very thin nightgown. Then she stripped out of that, next moved towards me slowly. I reached up to play with her tits, and her nipples got very hard, and they stood straight out. She told me how she had always wanted to feel my hard dick inside her, and wanted to feel me squirting my warm load in her. Next she said how knowing it was finally going to happen was making her very wet. She placed my hand on her pussy, and it was very wet. I put a finger inside it and was shocked. All I was thinking was for a large woman it was tight. She pushed my uncle out of the way, and proceeded to play with me. We started French kissing, and it was making me so hard it almost hurt. My aunt told me she had never seen a dick that hard. Next she said to her uncle doesn't have a big mushroom head like mine, and asked me if I would stand up and let her watch me jack off. That turned her on so I did. While I was stroking my dick for my aunt, my uncle was rubbing and fingering my asshole. His meaty fingers had me ready to squirt a large load. I told my aunt I was going to come very quickly. She moaned out that she wanted to see how far it squirted, and wanted to taste me. I squirted very far about two feet, and she was up close in front of me the first few squirts hit her in the face. She opened her mouth, and the next few landed in her mouth. She swished it around and swallowed. 
then told me how good I tasted. But now it was her turn I was now very hard and oozing cum. She got down on all fours and reached back to spread the jizz all over herself. She opened her legs, and I could see her swollen clit. I proceeded to penetrate her, and she started to moan loudly. She kept telling me to push harder and go faster. A few minutes later she started quivering, and fell forward screaming that she loved me. Her pussy muscles were squeezing my dick. I started squirting very hard, and more times than ever. It was a very large amount. I looked down at my cock in her pussy, and at that time she started squirting so much it soaked me. After we were done she rubbed her pussy until she climaxed again. My aunt squirted some more on my dick. Next she sucked me off till I came in her mouth, and was enough that it was running out of the sides of her mouth, and I had never ejaculated that much before. My uncle loved it, and asked her if she would like to watch me fuck him in the ass. She asked him if he thought he could take it, and he said yes. So we did, and she climaxed when he started squirming and squirting a load as he got off. So I sinned when I did this along with them, and my uncle was in a car accident three weeks later and was killed. My aunt and I had sex together a lot after that. I found out later my uncle had been with a lot other men, and my aunt had a shemale girlfriend that had a very big dick. She was over one night, and showed it to me as she masturbated in front of me. Also between her and my aunt are both. They had gotten me very messed up on meth that night. Then talked me into letting her have sex with me. When I was erect they measured my cock. I was 7 plus inches long, and a bit more than 6 and a half inches girth, and she was 8 inches long. She was right at 7 inches girth, and it was painful at first. Until she made me have my first anal orgasm. I swear that it was so big I almost passed out. After she washed up, I played with her huge hunk of meat. Just feeling it throbbing hard in my hand felt so good. My aunt talked me into sucking my first dick, and it was so big that it was hard to get it in my mouth. My aunt was pretty messed up herself. She was licking and tonguing my ass while I sucked that dick. I took a very large amount of her cum in my mouth. All this made me love being bisexual. My aunt and I are still living together and having great sexual experiences. Uh, okay, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I'm kind of at a loss for words, I don't, I'm not, I, I, I don't know, I don't know, shit, it's different with me when it comes to family, um, uh, uh, Yeah, Sam, anything? <laughs> nope, nope, no, nothing from Sam either. I think that whatever you guys, like, it's consensual. I don't know the dynamic. So many things. So many uh, areas I can hit here. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say, hey, Congratulations for being bold. My condolences uh, to your uncle. And uh, yeah, sound like one awesome experience from a savage point of view. And if you're not ashamed, we're not ashamed. We actually wish you nothing uh, but the best on all your future endeavors with you and your aunt. And technically, if you know your uncle was your dad's brother, that's technically not incest because that's your aunt, so, uh, yeah, I mean, kind of seems a little predatory, but whatever, uh, you're 19, 18 going on 19, still 
a baby a little bit, but hey, you were of age legally. So there you go. <laughs> and on that note, my savage ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the cuckolding episode. Let's try to remember to respect each other's boundaries. Let's try to remember to appreciate our partners. And let's just try to be positive and be happy. So stay safe. Stay healthy. And as always, stay savage. Until next time, same savage time, same savage channel. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your night.